The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Couple of your texts coming and we started talking kind of about, you know, school trips and the things that we did in school or didn't yeah, yeah. do in school. And it says uh, from Sheldon, hey guys, I was surprised when my daughters in grade seven at our Dross and junior senior high were taken on a weekend outdoor trip and taught shooting handguns and shotguns. Sheldon um, doesn't say whether it was a pleasant or uh, unpleasant surprise. I would just think that parents would be notified if that was going to be happening. It sounds like Sheldon was surprised, as he says. Yeah. It's weird, though, because, listen to this, I, uh, Andrew, I believe that school should bring back firearms courses. It's a basic skill that's fun to pursue and an excellent measure of skill. It simply isn't political, politically correct. Uh, I, not that I've had to use it, but that is one of those things. Over three years of mm-hmm. of using a firearm, I, yeah. I do know how to load a gun and yeah, sh- <laughs> you know. yeah. shot a Glock yeah um, oh really oh yeah shot a Glock shot uh, the the C7 and the C what was it C7 C7 the, the, the military rifles um, don't ask me to hit a target that far away, but you know, did it. It was it was pretty cool. But I actually, I would like to do more. Learn how to, um, to to shoot more. To go to a firing range, take it. I, I would really, en- I would really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to have a healthy respect for um, for for guns, and and it can be expensive, expensive hobby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if anyone's oh, for gone sure. shooting at a fire range, you know, where you can just walk in and it does it, and it adds up pretty quick. But I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I just got this uh, email from a listener, Valerie, who says, "Hi, Andrew. Calgary has three bands of over a hundred members each, going from junior high school to university age. My grandson was just at the Royal Nova Scotia." tattoo with the high school band of 120. The older kids are in Holland at the moment at mm-hmm. the Worlds. Unfortunately, Edmonton bands are smaller, but we still have a couple including Impact Marching Band, yeah. so kids are still interested. I'm glad to hear it. Glad to hear it, Valerie. Yeah. Uh, C7, C8, and C9 is the light machine gun. Yeah, I had the C7 and the C9. Huh. Yeah, laying down there with the one and the other one was, yeah. you know, from standing up. Um Okay, we need a firearms course taught in school. We'll need it when the zombie apocalypse happens. That's from Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. What's your What's your zombie apocalypse word? Ours is panda, panda, panda. Is that right? Yeah. When do you use that? When the zombie apocalypse happens. Like, who do you yell it to? To, to our family. And oh, then you okay. have to have a meeting place. And so uh, we have a meeting place where we all know where we have to go to meet. Then we can we can escape safely. I believe ours is duck, duck, goose. <laughs> Where's your meeting place? <laughs> yeah, we haven't determined that. Ours yet. is a Santa Maria in West Edmonton Mall. Probably should be one of the kids' bedrooms because that's where we always find them. No, oh, well, no, no, yeah, probably nothing can find them in there though. Uh, this text went to, yeah went to communist Russia for a school field trip in '78. Told my kids I was one of few athletes to see the Moscow Olympic venues. <laughs> uh, I went with. Um, my class or a group from my high school in 73 um, mm-hmm. went to Leningrad. It's still... Oh, that's where you got in trouble with the Levi's. Yeah, I was wearing two pairs of pants. Yeah. Mm. Mm, tricky. Tro- didn't really to get to them. see much of Leningrad, but <laughs> did get some insight into how their system works. That was as a result, I'm sure, as you know, I've told the story because you heard it, but my sense of humor got me in trouble before they discovered the two pairs of blue jeans. And back then, they couldn't get Lee or Levi jeans, so mm. you could, I was told you could get a lot of money for them. And that the student who would be on the bus with us um, giving the tour, and they, they try and get somebody the same age as the people taking the tour, 
so they can relate better. I was told that despite the fact that he was handpicked, he'd be the guy to talk to. Like, mm. just pull him aside and say, look, I got two pairs of jeans. What do I do with these? But I never got to that point because as I was going down the gangplank, and it was a cruise ship, but we were in the hold. Uh, you know, we had these dorms mm-hmm. in the bottom, you know, portholes and not balconies. And we were the last to disembark the ship. So as I'm coming down the ship, the Russian customs immigration guy looked at my passport. And they're very scary. Well, immigration and customs are kind of scary, but Russian, you know, a little bit more. Um, but he looked, he went, this is a picture of you. Like with my passport and said, this is a picture of you. And I said, no, I wasn't available that day. Uh, that's my mother. And he went, uh, the girl behind me laughed, which is really what I was going for. And he went, oh, you, you make joke. And I went, yes. And he goes, now I show you a consequence of joke. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the better part of four hours answering questions and waiting for the Canadian consulate to send somebody over. Oh, your parents must have been so proud. You know, I didn't tell them for quite some time. And then at a parent teacher interview yeah. the next year came up it came up in conversation that it, is andrew still you know is he okay with what happened in leningrad and my dad was like i'll bite what happened in leningrad and then they heard the story my question is when are you guys going to to russia and italy and places like this on school trips you know where i went on a school trip where mackinac island <laughs> from well. sous saint marie it's just straight down yeah, uh, i got to go to spain and down. portugal yeah. and morocco but leaving sous saint marie is the Oh, is the, the benefit is the, yeah. all in itself, right? And went to Ottawa, but that was a part of. I was picked to go to this Terry Fox, the Terry Fox Center. Mm. Uh, at one point, a bunch of kids from across Canada went to that, um, but that was it. But Mackinac City was our big trip. Mackinac Island, really? Ooh, no, I did a couple the of those and European type and right on the horse. And I'll carriage. tell you what. Of course, you, times have changed and costs have changed, but it wasn't cost prohibitive. I. I remember my dad making me the deal, and I've made the same type of deal with my children since. Um, he's The trip was $1,500, as I recall, and we were gone for two weeks hmm. to Europe. And it was, like I say, it was a ship. So you went to London, then um, down so to Southampton. So that's like in what, 1970? 73. And his deal was, as much as you save towards this trip, I'll match it. Mm-hmm. So if you save 750 the trip's paid for. If you want spending money, save more. So I delivered, I know, I sound like the old guy. So I took two paper routes for like a year uh-huh. and delivered papers in the morning, papers in the evening and didn't spend a cent of it. My dad matched it and I had a great trip. Gosh, the more I think of it, both the boys, one of them went to Germany, the other one yeah. went to Tokyo. What? Maybe <laughs> my sister to... went to Italy. Yeah, really? maybe my folks just said no and I, I blocked it out. Mackinac Island. <laughs> Where is Mackinac Island? Michigan. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, so you, you went go. to the states. You yeah. love the country. No, it's not quite the same. I mean, the Mackinac Bridge is beautiful. It's it's a spectacular bridge, and woof, it's windy. Watch out! Um, but then you go over to the islands. You take a boat over to the island. It's like this old, the fashion, you know, stores, and mm-hmm. everyone gets around by horse and carriage or bicycle. That's that's it. You know, I don't know Man. why this is a memory that I have, but from that trip, we went, we flew over to England, and we were in London, and we were in a, a fairly nice hotel, but there was eight to a room. So, and you know, hotel rooms <laughs> in England. Room. Yeah, we were packed. Like there they, was barely enough for two to a room. I know they're very small rooms, yeah. and they put bunk beds in, and um, but it was the way that they had arranged it. And I remember going down to the front desk, and all of us sort of 
huddled and, and mm. I was elected as spokesperson. A fairly posh guy working the front desk. And I went up and uh, tried to act older than I was. And I said to the guy, uh, excuse me, sir, uh, could you tell me uh, where one might see uh, the ladies of the evening? <laughs> and he looked at me and he went, uh, I don't, uh, don't believe they'd give you the time of day or they'd be charged with a child abduction. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. We've tried well, to get into taverns. But isn't that, and that, you know, that goes into something else. You know, that first time when you're first, you're going out. Yeah. Hey, and, and let's be real. I think we probably all did it. Tried to order uh, alcohol. That's or right. Or see the whatever. Yeah. Um, and I can remember being in Sault Ste. Marie with my girlfriend so that we had the, the tribe. Tribe, it was Karen Faldine, Joe. Jody, uh, Jolie, Lisa, me, and Karen, I don't know, snitched her sister's ID or something like that. And we were at Aurora's restaurant. You remember Aurora's? Yes. And, um, you know, she's trying to order, okay, and I'll have this and this. And I'm like, well, I'm out of here. I got up and went to the bathroom. It's like, you you shouldn't do that. You know, I'm like. What are you saying? You were a little miss uh, wearing braces, goody, goody, two shoes? No, my braces are off by the time okay. I was 12. All right. No, this is kind of like 15, 16 years old. That just, you know, I, I, was, I was slightly slow uh, on that one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just remember being so nervous and going, oh, get up and run to the bathroom. And then no one got a drink. Hmm. See, and All we those had things. permission forms signed because in Spain, it was part of the culture and in Portugal to have a little bit of wine yeah, or something. Yeah, but this was not a trip. This was this just was our school trip. Yeah. We were allowed to. Mm. That I, didn't go well. <laughs> I was in Halifax uh, with a sports team. It probably would have been football. <laughs> Might have been lacrosse. And we went out one night. We were there for a tournament. So, yeah, it would have been lacrosse. So we were out one night because we didn't have to play. And we went to a pizza place. And we ordered pizza and they didn't pay for the pizza. The guy never asked for the money. Mm -hmm. So we left the pizza place and then took off. I mean, this is the biggest crime I've ever committed, probably. So we took off. There was like six of us. And uh, police noticed these six kids running down the street. So they pulled us over. And they had us all up against a wall. And they had the car's headlights on us. And they were like, okay, you boys got ID. And another car then pulls up to his back up, right? And was like, oh, the coach is not going to like this. And our coach, by the way, was an RCMP officer. Uh, they were like, yeah, you got ID. And again, it's just a random memory. But so the guy pulls the first kid's ID and he goes, uh, so you're Larry LeBlanc? <laughs> and uh, the cop at the end of the line working the opposite way goes, Oh, that's weird. I got a Larry LeBlanc down here, too. <laughs> we all had Larry's ID. Funny. He was the only guy who was yeah. 18. Oh, yeah. man. Mm. Embarrassing a little bit. Nadine says, yeah, I hear you, Jay Lynn. Uh, I got to go to Drumhella. Drumhella, <laughs> yay. Well, Drumheller's a great place. Never been to Drumheller. Oh, he got to go. would love to go there. Yeah, I, I mean that sincerely. That It's <laughs> a, it's great. Our big school trip was to Al Oming's Game Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Haas says in grade 10, Germany was a school trip option. Being a peasant, however, meant I didn't get to go. When my son had the same opportunity, I went out of my way to pay for it. Ken from London, Ontario, went to Henry Ford Museum in grade 4 in the Ontario Science Centre for grade 8. Hmm. Yeah. You want to oh. feel like a genius. Did you ever do uh, an exchange trip? Like no, you go. I went to Mackinac Island. Oh, man. I went to, uh, I think it was Rimeth Q. Um, as an exchange student for... To like, where? Rubik's Cube? Rubik's Cube. It's in New Brunswick, northern New Brunswick. But it's French. Complete French community. Um, but you go to their English class, yes. which is the equivalent of our French class, mm -hmm. and the questions are so easy that you look like you're brilliant because you've somewhat mastered the English language. It's the only time I recall in school that people were copying off me. Hmm. Yeah. Hi, Ken. 
Howdy. This is this isn't a school trip, but this is uh, what happens when uh, your parents are uh, want to be of uh, uh, the the good uh, the cool parent type thing. Yeah. <laughs> My wife was born and raised in the cusp BC, so there's one small theater, and a movie came to town, and her her parents took her. Her mother had to sign her in. She was 17 at the time, and the lady thinks, says, are you sure you want to sign her into this? Oh, yeah. Well, they go in, sit down, the movie starts. Name of the movie, Pandora's Box. No way. <laughs> way. And you guys know what that movie was about. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard rumors. Yeah, so she's 17. They sat through the whole movie. <laughs> well, you can't, because it's too awkward to leave. You can't even make eye contact. Well, exactly. <laughs> that, that, I still, we've been together 30-something years now, and I still ask her mother, are we going to the movie soon? <laughs> Great show. Love Thank you guys. You. Take care. Thanks for sharing, Ken. Take it easy. It's 3.48. Uh, somehow we've managed to stumble on the topic of where'd you go on school trips when <laughs> yeah. you were a kid. Um, seems like a lot of folks went to a lot of really interesting places. Some mm-hmm. people, not so much. There's two <laughs> separate categories here. Um, love this one. It says, Mark C. here. My wife did a student exchange from Edmonton to Gladstone, Manitoba, city to small town. She stayed at my neighbor's. It took a while, but we've been married 22 years <laughs> now. Exchange programs are very good. Mm-hmm. Great story. Uh, growing up in Victoria, our grade 7 school trip was Vancouver. My blessing came after grade 8. I got to live in Iran for school for two years in the mid-1970s. That's Al on the road. Exchange trips, it's funny because I encouraged Madison to go on an exchange trip. She had that opportunity and they went to Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a little town outside of Quebec City. Um, she hated it. Why? She, she They put her in a house. Uh, you know, you get billeted, right? So they attempt to put girl with girl, boy with boy, but they put her with a boy. So she was with a boy's family and the boy was apparently quite creepy, and nobody in the house spoke a mm. word of English. Yeah, that's a challenge. And she didn't really know how to get transferred. I mean, Maddie's always been slow to change. I mean, she does ferocious things, like going to London on her own to live for three months is ferocious, right? And did she last three months? She did, yeah. Okay. She was there. I mean, originally the plan was two years, yeah. but she lasted three months. She was going to go three, come back, go back, but she never went back, right? But she does things like that. I guess it's sort of like me climbing down the outside of a building where I'm deathly afraid of heights. Like your children sometimes have certain aspects of your personality. She went on that England trip, having the last trip been this exchange program that went horribly wrong. Well, the England trip didn't turn out so great either, unfortunately, uh, you know she, but she did it. She, she yeah. put her mind to she, it. She decided she, she wanted to do it. She stayed there and yeah, she figured stuff out yeah. and she grew, I think. Yeah. A lot. Which is, I think that's what a lot of parents want for their kids when they yeah. do something like that. Yeah. We had um, the youngest when he went to Germany, the kid that came back was... Different kid. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had one from Japan as well, who... <laughs> we're like, okay, you know, we just can't play video games all day. Mm-hmm. Um, we said, oh, yeah, we're going to take you to the West Edmonton Mall. An hour later, it was like, come pick me up, come pick me up. Really? It was just, yeah, didn't want, 
Yeah. See, it's funny because I've always said, and it's not always possible, of course, but if it is possible, and student trips used to be the way that it was possible, that if you can travel, travel. Travel when you're young. Travel when you have have fewer responsibilities and, and you can stay at hostels and you can, you know, make the itinerary up as you go along and where you don't have a job to get back to or or whatever because there's just a big difference and i know it's not always possible for everybody but there's a huge difference between people who've traveled and people who haven't you just there's a worldliness to knowing more than just your own world like you, yeah yeah like knowing the world is interesting and and some countries are just so incredibly different than ours that you sort of it gives you insight into politics, for example, because you think, well, how did that happen? Well, that happened because their system's far different than our system, or they mm-hmm. see things differently, or their concerns yeah. are different. Or, I mean, of all the trips I've ever taken, probably going to the United Arab Emirates, and as I say, such an eye-opening experience to be talking to a bus driver and to pass the Bin Laden construction site. And I said to the bus driver, wow, look at that. And he said, what? And I go, the Bin Laden construction company. And he went, yeah. And I said, the whole world's looking for Bin Laden. <laughs> and he went, no, just you people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, yeah, I guess that's right. Right? I mean, and by the way, that Bin Laden construction company is his father, but it's the family. But you sort of assume that everybody sees the world the way you see it or that the world is the same as what you see oh, out the no. back window. Yeah. And it simply isn't. Right? No, not at all. Yeah, it's interesting stuff. Not at all. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, the folks that have been able to do it maybe take that year off between uh, high school and, yep. and college or in between college and work. That's been something else. I mean, that certainly didn't happen in in my world at N- all. Or, nor in mine. I, high no. school to university to work. Mm-hmm. And my friends all took off to Europe for a year, and mm-hmm. my dad insisted that I would be a year behind them for the rest of my career. But now in hindsight, if that's simply not true. My career's taken so many left turns and right turns. Not sure, though, I'd be super comfortable having traveling by myself at 17 or 18 years of age. I know my kid had no problem doing it. I don't think I'd have... I would have been comfortable, would have been ready to do it. And I look at, you know, some of the young people that I know, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, there's no way that I'd unleash you on, on Europe by yourself. <laughs> yeah. One of my greatest regrets, regrets, and I have few, but one of my top three regrets is that Madison wanted to go with her cousin to Australia, mm. to Thailand, uh, a years-long trip. I talked her out of it. I was scared mm-hmm. for the reasons you said. Um, in the end, she, by default, went to England on her own. Um, but the cousin did it and, and made friends and came back, and she's still in one piece. And I feel now that I robbed my daughter of that experience, and I shouldn't have. But I was, you know, I was bubble wrapping. Right? I just, I, like you say, I just didn't feel like, I just didn't feel she'd be safe, right? But at the end of the day, they have to get pushed out of the nest at some point they and fly. They do. Four o'clock news coming up with uh, Eileen Bell on the other side. Uh, Brian Holland with a look at sports. We'll check your market numbers. Much more coming up on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.